So, you've had your bollocks fiddled with. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to I Lead, Therefore I Am, on a day which um, could have gone better. Yeah. Um, but we're here with a ray of sunshine. A, a man who, um, for want of a better phrase, is a jaffa. Uh, in many, many different ways. Um, mostly in the ways that he's had his gonads cut. Um, but also, in some ways, has been emasculated by the performance of Leeds United today. Mm. I give you Sai. Sai, how the devil are you? And what am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could have been speaking purely in euphemisms based on that performance anyway, but actually it's um, one of my one of my favourite films. And it, it's not, you know, it's not a Herzog film. It, it's not one of the, the top level films. It's Dodgeball. Um, and there's a scene in Dodgeball where the chief really? antagonist, um, mm. Ben Stiller. The chief antagonist. Yeah. He, uh, he, <laughs> you've added, you've added an, an intellectual element to that film that they did Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Um, but he's, he's standing in front of this massive picture of him grappling with a bull. And he introduces someone and says, oh, that, that's, uh, that's me taking the bull by its horns. It's a metaphor, but it actually <laughs> happened. And um, <laughs> today, the having my knackers um, chopped off was um, was a metaphor for our performance. Now, listen, but it did listen, also listen, happen. Listen. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's get this straight because um, obviously I'm a little bit younger than you. Um, what um, what happens when you have your knackers disabled? Because I am under possibly the um, the false idea that you they they hand them to you in a jar on the way out it's that's that's not what happens is it that, that's not what goes on no 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 it's not it's not all chopped no. off it's not all chopped off take, take, it's not chopped off okay that's interesting figuratively i had but... i had what's called a non-scalpel vasectomy on friday the 13th yeah um but we, we by freddie or jason but, but you know <laughs> the the universe is a lie and everything is meaningless so we don't believe in superstitious nonsense like friday the 13th do we um what i will tell you is this though as i arrived with trepidation at the place um my dad gave me a lift in so 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 so, hang on wait wait, wait. because you every time you open your mouth you emasculate yourself you don't need anybody wear a pair of scissors so your dad your dad took you to have your your bollocks disabled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he sat. He, yeah. So, 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 take me through the story. No, no, so no. He, he sat. He sat in the car. He sat outside. Did, and and um, I, I, okay, I, yeah, I, good, good. I walked in. Um, what did he? Did he know you were taking? He was taking you there for that purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, How open are you with you with your dad? I, I needed. I, I needed to leverage him actually giving me a ride. He, he needed to be serious, else he would have just told me to do it myself. But um, okay, I went in and. Um, as I was sat there, there was a bunch of really old men, and I was thinking, mm, "Have I come to the right place?" Um, mm. And then a couple of sheepish-looking blokes, thirties in their forties. I thought, "Yeah, yeah, I am." Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. then this bloke wanders in, chinos, check shirt, and the yep. receptionist goes mental. It's been ages since I've seen you. Oh, it's great yes. to have you back. Oh, absolutely it, fantastic. Did his, he's, did his bollocks grow back and he's gone back for a second time? No. He then no, goes no. round into the reception area. Oh, right. And Milkman. he says, yeah, it's been months, hasn't it? Months. Um, months. I'm going to have to remember where everything is now to do it all. He laughs. <laughs> they laugh. And then they genuinely show him to a cupboard because he's forgotten where that is. And he disappears down a corridor. Now I know what's going to happen next. Suddenly he yeah. reappears again. Yeah. Calls my name. Is he wearing a white coat at this point? And has he got one of those things on his forehead? You know, like from the Naked Gun film, so to to say that he's a doctor. Let me tell you this: that shirt and chino combo, I reckon, was one thing yeah. with Velcro on the back because he was wearing scrubs, mm. right, and okay. it was a quick turnaround, mate. Like quick. Yeah. yeah. We we go in. Um. There's a nurse there, and then just. Or describe the nurse to me. Uh, sort of my age, wearing a mask and scrubs as well. Forty-five, wearing a mask. Forty-five, and then um, no, sorry, forty-three. And then, and then she just from the other side of the room says, "Right, so if you can um, hop onto this bed, get him out. Hop onto this bed, but before you do so, if you can pull your um, your shorts down to your ankles, yeah, please." You were wearing shorts. I was wearing shorts. Yeah. 
Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, carry, carry on. Uh, there was a moment of hesitation um, because... So she said, pop, pop, pop them on the bed. I just had to yeah. sit down there. And then... Yeah. And then this guy just like... And she just started talking to me while the while it's all out. He, yeah, it's all he out. messes around. It's on your lap. It's on your lap. Like, um... Let me tell you this. He injected me with <laughs> some local anaesthetic. Yeah. Right in there. And it was awful, mate. It was awful. Yeah. And I, I think in one of them, one of the injections, it was one part anaesthetic, 17 parts water. Because I could feel what was going on. And I said it to him. Because yeah. he told me at the start, you shouldn't feel what's <laughs> happening. And and you know what his response was? Like a witch doctor from the Middle Ages, wiggle your toes. At any point... Wiggle your toes. Did he say to you... At any point, did he say to you, um, just, you're just going to feel a small prick? <laughs> it was a cold room. Yeah. All, yeah, all yeah, jokes yeah. aside, yeah. midway through the procedure, yeah. he he then yeah. says, oh, look, have a look down here. So I'm lying on my back, just not what is going on. And he's got something that's normally inside me, just out. And I see it with my <sighs> eyes. And I'll be honest... What, a vein? It was something... It looked like something from Prometheus. Oh, it was it, <laughs> it, it it was Ridley Scott esque, Geiger, uh, and 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 he 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 showed it to me and he was okay. smiling and I, I I'm not normally squeamish but the clouds went around the edge of my eyes, yeah. and then was your dad sat outside this whole time? Oh, he was sat in the car, yeah. like giggling, like giggling. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. then so let me let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We'll come back. To, we'll come back to this story because I'm sure there's an aftermath. Um, what was more painful, um, seeing your giblets yeah. in front of you, yeah. um, or today at half past twelve? The thing is, mate, one of them's led into the other. Like I needed, <laughs> I needed, I needed Leeds to do me a favour because I've I've literally yeah. seen the inside of me, like physically on the outside, uh, and I didn't like uh, it. And so I needed, I needed Leeds to help me out because I, I was in pain. I needed just yeah. a good performance, and and so I can't distinguish between the two. Tell you what was even worse is he glued, yeah. glued me back together, but he was so busy yeah. talking to me about one of his ventures that he's really excited about. Now he's back in the surgery yeah. again, that he'd glued yeah. himself to me. Yeah, and so when he, Are you sure that was a doctor? So when he popped his, when he popped his, sounds like a fair. When ground. he popped his thumb away. Yeah, popped, popped his thumb away. It it brought things with him, right? Skin and skin and hair. And he just sort of went, oh, oh yeah, I've glued myself to you. Yeah. And then I have to redo that again. So back he, back he went again, did the glue, and then like John Wayne, I, I strode out, and um, I've been uncomfortable since. So does your un- does your undercarriage now look like you know that bag of stuff that you take out of a massive chicken at Christmas? Don't know, mate. I haven't had the, I haven't, I haven't had no. that. Do you remember when we got flogged that free stuff? I love Do you remember we, when we got um? We got flogged, flogged oh, yeah. that free stuff from that company that were yeah. going to um, sponsor us. You don't get flogged free Man- stuff. Manscaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. I've moved past just the leather bag being interesting. Their briefs yeah. that they brought as well, fantastic yeah. support. So yeah. I've just, they don't, they to don't be honest, I've just, kept, I've just kept them on and that's that's it. Oh, okay. And then on to the game. You know, I've sat there on the couch, immobile. Um, yeah, I'll tell you, you what, you know what the worst bit? The worst bit was... I didn't want to move for most of the goals. Ailings, I wanted to get up, run, get into the backyard, mm. start attacking people, you know, mm. shouting at pigeons, we're back, all of this sort of thing. Kicking cats, um, you, you know, throwing <laughs> plant pots over into the neighbours' gardens. Ailings, a genius! Um, I couldn't. I just had to sat, yeah. sit there. Sit there. So, I mean, the thing is, it's it's turned into funny farm time and it you know it's turned into when you look on social media it things have gone mental again i mean and let's let's just get out there like i've i've got i've got some i've got i want to throw some things your way so i i, I yeah okay i i feel a bit dumbstruck by the whole thing to be honest with you and i'm starting to um i'm starting to get a bit annoyed about the kind of censorship of of what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say these days. Oh, as right. A United so supporter. you can play an easy game of Leeds United fan bingo. Go on. Uh, what sort of phrases oh. do you think have been floating around massively? Um, 
you know. Well, I tell you something for fucking free. Go on. Excuse my French. You are excused. Um, we were um, we were lambasted. Well, I I was lambasted for kind of like asking you a question on the last um, on the last podcast about oh if Leeds have a bit of a bad time. Um, are we, are we like a, a bit of you know a few days away from rads out and the rest of it? Now I've not I've not looked on Twitter. I've not looked on. We lambasted Instagram. Or- I'm surprised people are a listening to us and b invested enough to no. lambast us. I'm I'm well, pretty pleased with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, you know what Oscar Wilde said. You know, there's, there's only one thing worse than being uh, not spoken. Uh, hang on. What did he say? I, I mean, he, um, as, he said it as eruditely as that. I'm sure he was. He was. He was slightly. He was slightly, he was slightly more. Tip, tips, um, he was tipsy at the time. There's, there's, sorry. There's. I have actually had a couple of drinks. <laughs> um, um, there's only one thing worse than um, being spoken about, and that's not being spoken about. Well. Is that right? That I mean, it, that feels right. Yeah. Anyway, listen, listen, listen. So we, someone had a go at us saying, "Oh, this is like this podcast, like clickbait," because I said about rads out, blah, blah, the rest of it. I looked on Instagram, what's clickbait? Like, all the rest of it. Um, it's when you say shit for people to get inflamed about, so that they listen. Oh, all right, that that on, stuff that comes yeah. up, like you'll never guess what Ryan Reynolds said to dot dot dot. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, so, obviously, we wouldn't follow. So, <laughs> yeah. No, so um, someone said that, and the stuff I saw on just on half an hour in half an hour today on Twitter about not being funny, but uh, Bielsa's got it dead wrong, and you know we need to make sure that that and we we live in the twilight zone, and 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 outside of Leeds United, I don't think anybody else really knows it exists. Where you can't have an opinion about Leeds United, or, or conversely, all you have are opinions about Leeds United, and everyone else can go stick it up their ass. Yeah. So it's either Bielsa never gets anything wrong, and and to be honest with you, I'm willing to you know s- submit to that, you know whatever, or um, he's got it wrong. We should sell this person. This person is a waste of space. Blah blah. The rest of it. Um, and so you can't you can't say anything you can't say anything it's bloody PC isn't it? uh, PC isn't it? and it's, and it's, and it's yeah. fans it's fans calling each other's plastic for their opinions it, I've yeah. never never read the word plastic so much it's like what's that Greta Thunberg's going to go mental she's going to think there's going to be another spillage or something it's just like the least fans plastic plastic you're plastic because you think Bielsa's a genius you're plastic because you don't think he is you're plastic because you sport leads. Yeah. You're plastic because you sport leads. Ah! Yeah. Can I throw some things your way? Yeah. Before I do, um, I want to yeah. ask you a question. Is it yeah. classed as libelous if we simply read someone's name and what they have written down and put in the public forum? No, because it's a public forum and therefore it's not libelous because you're not saying something that they've said that is not true. Grant Kelling. Written today. Who's Grant Kelling on his own? Um, don't know. Looks like a fairly normal normal guy. He's written online. After today, mm. I'd mm. sell Rafinha. He was bloody embarrassing oh, really? today. I, I I normally don't I normally don't respond online to people, but I had to respond to him, and I literally just echoed. Oh, really? I just echoed his words, and he backed down a bit. Which, in fairness, right? Okay, Grant, if you're listening, which you almost certainly aren't. In fairness, you probably shouldn't have written it in the first place. After today, I'd sell Rafinha. His takeaway from our 5-1 loss to Man United on the opening game of the season, where we had a lot of terrible players playing on the pitch against a top-four mm. side, let's be honest, was yeah. I'd sell Rafinha. Stu, well, would you sell Rafinha after today? No, I wouldn't, no. Um, and and here, here, herein lies the problem. Um, we're kind of feeding the problem a little bit because we are both merchants of if Bielsa says it's okay. Yeah. If Bielsa says they eat Mars bars, at 14 Mars bars an hour, yeah. Monday to Friday, and then play at the weekend, we'd both go, wow. And we, to be honest with you, we'd probably both do it as well. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, uh, so, okay, so, so we, we. By slagging him off, we're kind of like chiming in with what we're, what we're saying is bad. LD Dare ninety seven. 
Oh, oh, oh yeah, LD Dare, Dare 97. Yeah, yeah. His parents are in Is he all right? Is he? Yeah, you know how he's known for his succinctness. You know, when, when we're, we're always yeah, out with him. LD yeah, Dare yeah. 97. He's succinct, yeah. isn't he, that lad? He always encapsulates yeah. it. Simply written this. Has he, has he been on drink? Has he been on drink? Ooh, who's he referring That's to? That's the question. And the other thing about LD Dare yeah. 97 that we are always yeah. going on about, like the moment after we say, he's succinct, that lad, isn't he? Is it full of mystery? Yeah. Open-ended mm. questions. No question marks, but open-ended questions he loves, doesn't he? Has he been on drink? Has he been on drink? That's a thinker, isn't it? His icon is a picture has... of Bielsa. Has he been on drink? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm. This is a this is an interesting one. Uh, Bl- Go on. Blaine Nash. Now, Blaine Nash. if there's a more American that's a, name, that's I, a pseudonym. I, I, it, it, it's got to be, hasn't it? Because it's like you, you, yeah. you, there aren't many Blaines in Miggy. There aren't yeah. many Blaines in Beeston. But anyway, Blaine yeah. Nash. Go on. I booked Norwich at home in March, thinking it would be a walkover, yeah. and I'd enjoy myself. Little did I know, and here's, here's no question about this, little did I know, it would be a six-pointer. Do you share Blaine Nash's absolute confidence that this drubbing in the first game of the season against Man United, against a team who have unrivaled riches compared to us, and, and a lot of other teams, almost every other team. Do you think that makes our game in Norwich in, in, in March a definite six-pointer? <laughs> Might be leading a little <laughs> bit with that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I'm, I'm not going to substantiate idiots on the internet no. by, um, by having an opinion. He needs to go back to America, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't know who Blaine is. Uh, Blaine, if you're listening, now, fuck Now, off. I love this one. No, I yeah, love this sorry. one. No, yeah. I'm going to throw it your way first. And mm. um, it requires some context, but I want to give it to you without context. Uh, and you you famously have your ear to the ground, so you might understand what, what he's oh. getting at here. Um, yeah. um, this is from the slightly contentiously named Foreign Devil. Okay. At least the Rwanda... So, so that's, um, that's a nickname for basically an average Man United? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh. Someone not from this country. Yes, no, you're right. Yeah, right. and that's not libelous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Foreign Devil has written, at least the Rwandan government isn't mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I, un- I do explain? That. Um, is it the um, the dude in, in charge of Rwanda? Yeah. Is an Arsenal fan? Yeah, the, the dictator. Yeah, I, I it's not the dude, the dictator. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, he's a dictator. Sorry, yeah. my, my Rwandan kind of like socio-economic, you know, um, ideas about what goes on in that country are a little bit behind the time. It's, it's a benevolent dictatorship, dependent on who you ask. But there's just the problem okay. of like human rights and things like that that Arsenal fans, so, Arsenal fans don't seem to delve deeply into. But anyway, that's fine. So listen, 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 listen. The whole time I was watching that match today, I was thinking how you were going to be completely fine with whatever happened. Um... Because if we'd won, you would have said it's only the first game of the season. Like beating Manchester United is fantastic. Yeah. But you don't you don't win the league or come in the top six or the top eight in the first game. Yeah. And I know that your answer to if we had lost either one nil or five one would have been you don't win you know, you know, yeah. you don't go down yeah. in the first in the You've first game. You've got to be a prag- pragmatist um, in this. Are you worried at all? Well, let me lead you on. Are, are you worried? At let all? me lead you on to, to that... Lions four three two two. He and I um, probably share the same opinion, but we've come through different routes, and and I'm worried because the route he's taken is not one I would. He's again quite succinct. Lions four three two two. He's remarkably just written. I saw enough to be encouraged. <laughs> Oh really? I mean, that's a bold what, proclamation. What? I, I don't think I could say yeah. that. I'm not worried. Of course, I'm not worried because you remember what we've said again and again on our podcast is that Bielsa delivers consistency of performance, and so, like, as much as we get annoyed at him, as much as he is stubborn at times, 
as much as we would wish that he might have gone to that three at the back and just gone for it when we were 3-1 down. You know, all those sorts of things. Across the length of the season, Bielsa delivers mm. um, certainties. And so games like that are aberrations, just like games where we win 6-1 or 5-1 or, or 4-1. They're aberrations too, because as far as Bielsa's concerned, he wants to see you know, certain stats, like how many chances are we creating, how many chances are we limiting. And I, I think his response, like he was defending... Robin Cock by saying, you know, I liked some of his things he was doing. He was defending his player. Yeah. Let's let's not get into the mind of Bielsa there. Of course, he's defending his player there because he's loyal and he expects loyalty from the player. So that, that that let's just write off that because that's the media answer. What he will be expecting in the next game will be to create more chances and limit the chances. Um, and so I didn't see enough to be encouraged. But yeah, I mean, in terms of like the the sort of moving on, the the last phrase that I wanted, to, the last um, social media comment that I wanted to, to throw you away. This confused me, mm. and I wanted to. I, I wondered if I'd missed something here. Mm, probably. Um, this is from Tanyu two three one. Um, people bounce back, and then Tanyu two three one goes into a list. And and the list is is just Robert Mugabe. Well, it, not far off. It's two names: um, Dennis Hopper, <laughs> followed by Rolf Harris. <laughs> now, oh, that must have been put up for comedy value, surely. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely certain. Rolf People has bounced back. back. <laughs> like, mm. yeah. but was that bounce? Was that bounce oh, between no. two little boys and then painting the Queen? Maybe that's what that bounce referred to. Listen, um, he he's he's not bounced back yet. I think it would be if he was to top the charts again. I would say he's bounced back and he's bounced back in a big way. But you don't come back from <laughs> no, no, nor should you. We know that. Um, no, quite. Are rightly. you where? Where are you in this? Because I I, I guess <laughs> in terms of in in terms of like a vaguely philosophical way of of, of looking at this, and I'm trying to think about you know, Professor yeah, Benjamin what, Ferguson and what he would say about. This. Um, yeah. You know. No, no, no. Forget the professors. Forget the professors. Let's in in this. It's interesting actually because whenever anything happens with League United, I do tend to think to myself, how can I pass it through the filter of philosophy and, and all that kind of stuff? And I was thinking of stoicism and um, you know the root of success being in failure um, and and how there's like a kind of narrative arc to success and all this kind of stuff. But I got to be honest. Um, it was if I was to paint you and me as um, uh, as two kind of figures in this, I think you're slightly more you're slightly more of a uh, level-headed, again, stoical kind of. Um, you look at the bigger picture. I'm 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 shrinking a little bit mm. in as much as today there were certain points where I felt like we were the team that struggled against Barnsley a couple of years ago. Um, we got the result, you know, and 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 at times, at times, I turned into what sometimes I really have a go at, which is um, there was an entire kind of forty-yard square in the middle of yeah. the pitch where our players yeah. didn't even venture into yeah. it, and you saw Manchester United like just literally, I, I want to say walking, but they didn't walk; they ran. Through the middle of our yeah, team, yeah. I mean, it, and and, yeah. and I thought to myself, on a, I thought to myself, in some ways, and this is probably going to put me up for a little bit of um, a little bit of firepower from you and some other people that are listening. In some ways, I feel like they should have probably scored double the amount. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. They they yeah. wasted so many chances, I, 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 and the yeah. the stuff we wasted was like. The stuff we wasted was like, oh, if that extra two or three passes came off, we might have been on, in on goal. Whereas they were quite literally one pass away or one not great shot away from. In 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 training, if that was a training match and and there was not seventy thousand people or however many people were there, um, that that would have been eight or nine. The thing is though, like I, it worries me. Well, it worries me. Yeah, because but- I don't think our I don't think our team's good enough. And so my the only strong argument. A, a, against me and my point of view I think is of course we're not strong enough we're worth 170 million quid yeah yeah of course of course we're not strong yeah. enough some of our players aren't good enough and I'm like okay 
<laughs> and so and so there's no combat there. there there's there's no there's no falling out about it our team isn't good enough to play against manchester united at this moment in time and 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 have a chance of winning um what makes that whole equation and algorithm not work particularly well is the fact that we beat man city with 10 men and uh, and and so i don't know i mean for me this season had to be about consistency and we're one game into it and so I'm willing to kind of just like I'll see you again in five games, and you know we'll have the same conversation. Yeah, but I think that's right. I, I, yeah. I, I would have, I would have, would have liked. I, I thought our preseason was particularly poor, and preseason is preseason. You know, you play players that might not even get a game this year, yeah. or they might not play for another fifteen games. But the, the argument now and the discussion has to move on to how do we improve. Outside of buying players, how do we improve as a club? How how do, how do we improve as a group of, of of people? And it has to be that there is a consistency to attitude, output, reliable. You know, there has to be a reliability about our club. It can't be flip a coin and then see, oh yeah, we're playing brilliant and we're going to go and thrash Southampton. You know, by four goals. Oh, but we're gonna. You won't know who will turn up next week because we all know. We all know that if we were talking about another team and I was talking about West Ham or I was talking about Leicester City or any other team and I said to you, oh, by the way, you don't know what they're going to be like at three o'clock on a, on a Saturday afternoon, you'd go, well, that's not good enough. Yeah, so the thing is, though, like I, the, one, the one thing I would say is I think we'll see very similar results to what we saw last season and this is a very similar result to what we saw last season. I, I think we'll be lucky to get similar results. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be, an, again, another overachievement. Listen, what are the, what are the yeah. facts that we know? The facts that we know are that investment, again, has been centred around the under-23s. Now, you look at the bench, and that's a bench that we've been waiting at least a year for in terms of to see we Somerville and to see... We haven't got a but bench. But they're, they're, yeah, you, look at, you looked at, at the Man United bench, and it, it was just it was ludicrous. I, I texted you at the start of the game, didn't I? And, and I said, yeah. I'm terrified by... By Man United's bench, you know it's like it's it's insane. But what I would say is Bielsa does deliver a level of um, consistency, and so we know that we're not going to be consistently off the boil. We know we're not consistently. Like I I think our team. So you, are you claiming that our inconsistency is consistent? Well, yeah, because I actually I think the system that Bielsa employs and the threadbare squad, and I'm not denying that threadbare squad that Radziani has has put together. Yeah. Gives us the sort of the 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 paradigm of the Grand Old Duke of York. When we're up, yeah. we're up, and when we're down, we're down. Like when we win, like Rio Ferdinand and idiots like that can't stop falling over themselves and almost trying to join in. Like, oh yeah, we always said that Leeds were this amazing side that had this yeah. amazing hide. When we lose, they're all then you know pulling themselves out their backsides and then saying, oh well, you know, um, they're too naive. They're too, you know, uh, like I, I don't want to lambast certain players, but I think when I looked at the, when I looked at the squad, we all knew there were some strange anomalies in there that we want to get rectified mm. as soon as possible. Stroik and Cooper are not a partnership for us to build on going forward, and 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 actually, I would, I would say Stroik and Yorente establish themselves as one of our strongest defensive partnerships and that's really hard because Bielsa is stubborn and the club captain is Cooper but Stroik and Cooper do not work together Stroik and Llorente do we don't know whether Llorente and Cooper work particularly well together um, and we know that without Phillips we're just that that area that you described where we were just tentative and all over the place um, I was worried about Click again and I'm still worried about Click. he's He's a strange listen. figure. He, he's he's anonymous so often, and it's like I listen, want listen, him listen, to just listen. remind us of the the click that sort of won Bielsa round. What what I would say is is this is that sometimes there's a um, tendency to get carried away as a Leeds fan and be a little bit rose tinted when you look at our team because when I speak to non Leeds fans yeah. and I talk about individual players. Had a really interesting conversation last week with a non Leeds fan, but a Premiership football mm. supporting fan, um, and we went through literally the Leeds players. And even though I'm absolutely sure about Meslier, he was like, mm, "Yeah, you know, yeah, it, 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 is he is he top eight 
keeper. And I, and I was like, yeah, he is. And I was fighting for him. Yeah. Um, and then we were talking about, you know, we've got this new left back. They're like, yeah, no, great. That's fantastic. But who's your defensive centre-backs? Um, and what's the partnership? And I was like, trying to talk about the dynamism that might occur with Koch and Llorente and, you know, all the rest of it. And then we went to the midfield and he went, yeah, okay, so you've got Calvin Phillips, but who's who's your who's who's the guy that's who's the dynamic yeah. kind of like pressing force that comes off of Phillips yeah. and I was like well I guess Click or Rodrigo and he's like Rodrigo what behind Bamford and I was like yeah and then we were talking about Harrison and then we were, I was like um he's great he's like yeah he looks really good but he still needs to improve his output and then I was talking about Rafinha and Again, agreed, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. was fantastic with Rafinha. And then it was like, is Bamford going to have as good a season this year as he did last season? Because if he doesn't, that means that, let's say he scores he scores even just four less goals than last year, then that is six, nine points less than we're going to get yeah. last year. Um, and what you realise is that we're slightly rose-tinted because we're so positive about Leeds United. We're so positive yeah. about all of the promise yeah, yeah. and pot- potential. And and it came to fruition last year. I really think we looked a gift horse in the mouth last year. Um, it, it was sometimes almost like heaven yeah, it was. what happened yeah, last year. Like yeah. We couldn't, but yeah, we had to pinch ourselves. Yeah. If what we had today was, we, we played a really good team and our players largely didn't turn up. Mm. Some of them rely on others. So, for instance, Bamford, he had a poor game, but I don't really blame no, him for that no, because he didn't get not. any service no. whatsoever. Click wasn't great. You know, there was a goal where Stroke looked like he was running at the same pace as me and Greenwood just ran straight past him. Because Ailing was and out of position. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, where, where, and it's, it's Stroke, uh, Stroke should have... Stayed. Dallas wasn't good. No. You know, well, Dallas wasn't good. Rafinha, well, I mean, I don't, don't I won't, well, I won't, I wouldn't sell, yeah. I not sell Rafinha, but he was not good today. No, no. And what you realise is that in, in lots of ways, we are still a really, really, really exceptional championship team. And the reason I say that is because when we're missing one player, yes, we look shaky. Yeah, that's true. I, it's as simple as that's that. That's true. A lot of teams, a lot of teams, it's not their defensive midfielder. That's what throws you from it. Because a lot of teams have a striker that is scoring goals, and when they're missing, they're going, "Christ, what we're going to do?" Yeah. A lot, you know, a lot, a lot of teams have this like a, a talisman. It's m- mostly about personality, and when they're missing, oh shit, what we're going to do? We we have a really kind of boring but perfect defensive midfielder yeah. that is leads leads through and through and it's almost the leads through and through thing is almost as important as but this, this is where I was good at football this is where I, I was getting really cross during the Euros when people are like oh Calvin Phillips is wasted in defensive midfield at Leeds he needs to be playing more forward it's like it's not wasted at all yeah. he's the cornerstone to yeah. how we play but yeah. the thing is it's yet another centre-back partnership that we've had there in yeah. front of and in front of them was Robin Cox. And his performance today reminded me of when Stroik was first given a run out for us in the championship yeah. and almost left the club because Stroik yeah. is a centre-back completely. He isn't a defensive midfielder. And I remember it was a crunch game we were playing. I think it was Birmingham or something like that. And, and we ended up losing. And he was at fault for two of the goals. And yeah. But he quite rightly, he he felt like, well... I might have been at fault for the two goals, but I've been brought on in a position that I'm unfamiliar with in the heat of battle, in a really crucial mm. game, pressure's on. And then, you know, and I've been, it, the team's not necessarily playing brilliantly. I've been shafted here. I'm, I'm going to move on. Yeah. And, you know, and it took quite a lot of convincing to keep him. And I'm, I'm really glad we did. It felt a little bit like that with Robin Cock. And, and he'll be hurting tonight. Don't let his sort of passive yeah. on-field persona... Um, Sort of, sort of hide the fact that he will know that he will get signalled out by Leeds fans. Although he wasn't alone in a terrible performance, but he was, he, he was out of position, and 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 this is yeah. one of those things where Bielsa is loyal above and below. So Bielsa's not gonna not gonna throw Robin Cock under the bus, um, and he's also not gonna be throwing Radziani under the bus either by saying, "Oh, I wish." We'd actually gone out and actually got, or, or will go out and actually get another defensive midfielder. Like I, I, I remember with Colin um, Neil Warnock, and um, he would just his press his press conferences. 
like while the transfer windows were still open, he'd be like, "Oh, that performance we had there was terrible," and and like he'd be like, "Yeah, he played particularly badly." You, you know, um, we need to go back. We need to look and see if there's more talent out there that we can bring in. He used to be really uncomfortable, so you know, Bielsa's not going to do that. But it was just so abundantly mm. clear that we had three players, you know, in the centre of defence and sitting just in front of them that were just completely and utterly um, out of sync with each other, and w- mm. with one of them completely out of position. And, and and that was mm. that was disappointing, and and you know it's one of those things where if we play like that for the next five games, then I'm going to start getting seriously concerned. What percentage right. chance do I think that we are going to be playing like that over the next five games? I think it's in the low twenties. So the thing is, listen. Um... I think I think what concerns me was that we were we we played into their hands. Today. Oh yeah, absolutely. And what I don't what what I don't want to happen is for Leeds. Uh, I kind of want the stubbornness to continue because I want to continue playing our game. I think inevitably, um, you can have as many plans as you want, but inevitably, players when they're on the field start to, you know, they start to take the kind of personality. Uh, their collective personality and they start to play in a certain way and it doesn't matter how many plans you have I'd hate for them to be chasing around yeah. you know I'm looking at the fixtures list now we've got Everton next yeah. at home yeah. first home game since you know lockdown yeah. and all the rest of it then we've got Burnley away yeah. Newcastle away yeah. and then Liverpool and then West Ham now realistically before the Liverpool match we we need some decent points on the board I, I think, think that run of games we need I'll, seven points Two wins in yeah, a draw. Absolutely. But we can't go to Newcastle with the Newcastle fans yeah, like yeah. foaming at the gams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um um and, and and for our play in and for someone to be out of position and us just getting by and the rest of it, because before you know it listen, I, I I'm I'm willing to accept that this season we might finish fifteenth. I didn't really believe in that when people were saying, Oh, if we just stay up it'd be a success. I don't think that's true. You're as good as your last season, and last season we did pretty well. I'm not, I don't think we should say that we're going to do the same again. But you'd be disappointed if we finished fifteenth, eh? You know, like you're not you're not going to go, oh well, that's a triumph. Well, it it, it won't um, feel quite because, so dreamlike because, as as last season did. And you were right. Last season felt it was like the halcyon days in some ways. It like mad. it's not not, it not long in our memory. It was like oh Scunthorpe away, that's going to be a tough one. Mm. Losing one nil to mm. Doncaster in the playoffs, like flipping it. Like oh come on, but actually. Yeah, it felt wonderful, and we had those like marquee games. And but let us not forget, we got thrashed by Leicester City, we got thrashed by Man United, and we had some really terrible games where we lost by one or two against other teams yeah. too. In that mix, what was particularly in focus today was that the fans were back. It was at Old Trafford. It was against the scum, the old rivalry, and we got absolutely hammered. If we'd won our first two games. And then got hammered, or even if we'd won, drawn, and then come up against Man United and got hammered, I think we'd be mm. talking a very different game. Um, and so, you know, I think I think ultimately what it what it's highlighted is what we already know. Our, our squad is like wafer thin. It's wafer thin, yeah. and it is. It, yeah. And I don't blame Radziani for that because he he's got a finite amount of money. I think you said last last podcast that we recorded. If he'd gone and bought Messi, or like paid paid Messi's wages, that would have been a quarter of his entire fortune, yeah. businesses and all. And so, so we're not talking about oil money here. I think I think I think what's happening is that I've got to be honest. I don't understand finance at this moment in time because I was led to believe that this was going to be a bit of a lean summer because. There had been no crowds in stadiums, blah, 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 the rest of it. People have been dipping into their pockets and buying players for silly money. Um, and some squads are huge and really, really good quality. Yeah. Um, I, I think I kind of zoned out almost and thought, well, surely we're going to get someone for 50 million. Yeah. I, I mean, on reflection, we weren't even in the Ben White store, no. were we? We weren't even no. near it. No. Um, now we're struggling to get hold of that O'Brien lad from Huddersfield because we're quibbling over 
think one or two million pound about how much they think he's worth and how much we think he's worth. I think that the the story and the financial package that's going on, um, it kind of leans back a little bit into the real world, which is there are businesses that are investing in Leeds United. There's a chairman who's investing in Leeds United, but Leeds United is not the be all and end all. Yeah, it's not. It's not everything. It's it's a part of some people's lives. We think it's really important, but Radziani, you know, it's it's a part of his life. He's not he's not going to mortgage his house so no. that we can buy a player. No. You know, it, it's not going to happen. So realistically, we've come up to the Premier League. We've had to um, update the stadium, yeah, which isn't cheap. We've we have invested in players. Our wage bill, I think, now is probably oh yeah, yeah. you know gone up considerably um we all complained years ago about virtually going out of business if he was to sell tomorrow i've got no doubt that the package he would hand over to a new um to a new salesman to sorry to a new um to a new uh buyer would be a really great kind of regenerative kind of if you keep going like this you'll keep surmounting you know better players and more revenue blah 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 the rest of it I've got no doubt that they're going to um, build onto the stadium increase capacity and in the next five to ten years they're going to plan to buy fantastic players and the rest of it I think we're all just chomping at the bit because we thought we were in the um, in the mix with the today big boys we're, but we're not no even close, we're we? not and today today was always going to be an emotional one like the first game of the season is always emotional but you know, it was all the ingredients that we had. You know, it would have been it would have been David slaying Goliath again um, if if we'd have yeah, won. Yeah. Um, you know, I I just I just see us in this sort of gradual upward trend. So move from Bates yeah. over to you know move him even the gradual improvement up to the mob boss Cellino, and then a massive improvement yeah, from yeah. Cellino <laughs> to Radziani. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a handover in the end, within the next five years, of Rads to the 49ers. Uh, or, or a 49ers yeah. consortium, some American consortium, with with more acumen than Rads. And and I think we'll, we'll probably mm. see see something like that happen. And, and you're right, Radziani will, will hand over a club in so much better of a, a footing. And he'll, he'll make a good amount of money from it. But the... The thing is, it's gradual, and but at the core of it is that game, and it's those players, you know, face to face with the opposition, and there are games where our system just will get torn apart. I, I was, but that doesn't change the fact that behind the scenes is that upward trajectory. I, as long as we stay in the Premiership, and I don't think there is any real concern about that. If we're losing five games in a row, and we're still on zero points come October then we mm. can start having serious questions. But even then, it's still not won or lost. What I would say is Bielsa delivers a style of football that means, and I think this fits well for the Premiership, and we said this last season, we will have the occasional thumpings, we will have losses. And you said when we were getting promoted, we're moving up to a, a league where we will lose more than we win, and we're going to have to deal with that. And we've still got the mm. championship mentality where we were expecting I think that's to win every game. Difficult. But yeah, yeah. what he guarantees us is we will pick up three points here and there and sometimes in really unexpected places that's what Bielsa gets you and that is first of all a recipe for survival in the premiership it it just is because the teams that go down are the teams that scrap for that draw and and get that that one all or that one point here that one point there and then the occasional three points you know sometimes we can lose and then win and then lose and then lose and then win but the teams that are fighting for survival, they're not even thinking about the six points they would have had in that. They've probably got two. And yeah. they're relatively pleased with those two points. Because, look, we managed to to get a draw against a really you know strong Aston Villa side. Oh, it's like, come on. Um, whereas, actually, you know, like Bielsa sets us up so that we get the three. Grand Old Duke of York. When it works, it works. <laughs> when it doesn't, it doesn't. And, and, and I think that's the I th- case. I think... For me, it's just I think what's happening with the fan base is that it's just hard to swallow. It's just hard to swallow because realistically, when you're talking about the whole season, um, if you went to anyone that sports Leeds United and say, "Listen, I give you 12th now. You'll finish on 
51 points, blah, 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 that's it. They snap your hand off. I think it's going through the journey, though. Going through the journey of, we, we, we might lose to Everton. They played really well today, and they might beat us. Um, Burnley, we should win that. Newcastle, we should win that. We should win yeah. that. But you know, I, I'm not. I'm not willing to concede right now. Anything. I mean, it, it's just. It's just an awful start to the season. It's just. It's just. Yeah, it's just great. It was great, wasn't this, it? If it's this awful. happened in December, if this happened in December, we'd be cracking jokes. Yeah, yeah. We we'd be cracking jokes with each other. We'd be going, oh bloody hell, like. Well, but it's because we've got 32 points already, or something, you know. And so, I don't know. It just. It's grim. It's. it's I feel it's like. I feel like it, sometimes what happens in sport is that um, there's almost um, when someone has gone above and beyond where they should be and then they rest on their laurels a little bit and then everyone else just actually um, really palpably improves. They improve their players, they improve their coaching, they improve you know their system and the rest of it. And I feel like last season... We 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 went above and beyond, and 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 I don't want to admit that the likes of, you know, even Newcastle and Burnley and Everton might have improved even further. Not Newcastle, they're absolutely fucking yeah, shocking. Yeah. But um, I I kind of don't want to admit that other other teams will be more competitive than they were last year. I remember when we sat through the Newcastle games, and you know Harrison, like flying over the halfway line and tonks in from 30 yards <laughs> yeah. and it, listen listen it's not going to happen again that won't happen again mm. I'm not saying that we didn't deserve it and I'm not saying it's a fluke what I'm saying is like the stars aligned and something special happened it won't happen again and if you want any proof of that speak to Leicester City because the fact is yeah they're great and they're doing really well and they're building for the future and the rest of it but <laughs> I mean they had that exceptional time and then everyone kind of caught up and ever since they've been let's face it five or six places below where they were in that one yeah, season yeah. yeah and i think for us i think for us we have that mentality of like it we're split down the middle we're not directly down the middle i think there's more people saying i'm um, you know if, if bielsa said that they got to stand on the head in training then that's what they got yeah. to do but i think that i think there are more and more people that and you can't argue with them necessarily they're saying listen we need to be a bit more dynamic yeah I... we need to be, we need to think a little bit more outside the box and even bloody you know the smaller clubs in the premier league are buying players and shoring up places we don't currently really have a midfield that is fit for purpose no we don't and we also know if we buy anybody we're not going to see him until December um, because of Bielsa um, and so I, I'm almost alright with that I'm almost yeah. alright with yeah. that because I, I, I but I would like to see a couple of faces in training you know. Are you, do, do, I you, would. do you think this might this game might might have forced Orta and Radzi on his hand a bit no no I, 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 and in a way, I'm happy and upset about that in equal measure. <laughs> yeah. um, would you and have liked to have seen Forshaw? Just give him a run out. Uh, someone said that today on Twitter. Oh, did they? And I genuinely, but I, I, yeah, and I genuinely believe that the competitiveness of that match and the gap between kind of like training fit and match fit, it would have been like someone took the arse end of a packet of hobnobs and just spilt it on the pitch because I think he would have been broken in about 15 <laughs> different places <laughs> to be honest uh, I, 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 I think I think I, I don't know the plans and I'm no I'm no technician obviously but I, I don't know I don't know the viability of him at a top top level anymore I think I think Bielsa's going to give him a go you know I'm sure he will I mean I, th- I think the only reason he was on the subs bench <laughs> is because we can have nine um but again, that really shows it. I remember when they announced that we could have nine subs. I thought, have we got have, yeah. have we got enough players? And truth yeah. be told, half of our under twenty threes team was in there. Um, so, so let me let let me let me throw this at you then. Okay, I think this is a good point to kind of almost round yeah. this up mm. on. Um, Bielsa is the expert. Yes, he knows he knows more than most football managers have forgotten. He's forgotten oh, more. I tell than you most what, managers is that know. another Oscar Wilde quote? I I know for. F- you know what it is? It's it's just drink. it's the root beer. It's it's, it's the this yeah. Um, he's the expert. Does that mean that you acquiesce 
to every whim that he has without any degree of questioning or proposing something i mean it must be exceptionally difficult to work with him in that respect not not to say that you could that someone could come up with a silver bullet and say hey listen if we do this everything will be honky dory but it's just that thing of have you have um, you come across the f- so are, 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 are you genuinely are you genuinely genuinely telling me that someone didn't say to him midweek hey listen you know hey boss um or or, or whatever that is in argentinian also um yeah, Bosso. Oyo, Bosso. Yeah. Our midfield's looking a bit thin on the ground. Do we think that we should shore it up with this, that, or the other? And when he puts out the, 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 the team sheet, which I'm sure he does on a Monday morning, and say, we're going to train with this team, and when Cock is there on the defensive midfield, did no one say, how come? Why are we doing that? Probably for? not. Have you ever heard the phrase glass cannon? <laughs> it's not a phrase, mate. It's two words. <laughs> Have you ever heard those two <laughs> words, glass cannon, put together? No, no, never heard well, that. It, what does it mean? It, it basically means something that deals an incredible amount, incredible amount of damage, but is incredibly fragile itself. Hence the fact glass cannon. Um, I think... Glass cannon? Yeah, I think, I think Bielsa is a glass cannon. I think... I think were you to even begin chipping away at the sides and questioning various bits and not allowing him the complete autonomy that he has been allowed, I think he yeah. either leaves or his output over the course of a season is, is fatally diminished. He's come out in signing his contract and say, you know, even he's surprised with the amount of autonomy he's been given, the technology that he's asked for and that he's got, the things he's asked for in the training yeah. ground we've got. Yeah. But I think that's the genuine mentality that Kinnear and Radziani have gone for. And they've said, you know what? Like you said, this guy has forgotten more than most coaches will know in a lifetime. And so that let's, isn't what I said, but you got me. Let's let, yeah, you said he's got more yeah. than and, and but but So so do you think that in some ways Bielsa having Bielsa as a manager is a bit of a pyrrhic victory in terms of in terms of like yeah it's in the end it will work but you've got to go through but but there's a certain amount of capitulation involved, absolutely inevitably yeah and and, yeah. and that that comes with with time i think again i go back to statistically bielsa gives you certainties we will pick up yeah. victories we know we will because of the way we play yeah. and and even freak victories will probably be enough to ensure survival you're right we're only as good as our last season we shouldn't be talking that rhetoric it's easy to do that after a game that we've had, but I—it's one of those things to be able to like strap yourself in. Um, you know, it, it, it's another yeah. Oscar Wilde quote, one of my favourites. I, I regularly quote, "O Icarus of the fearless oh, flight, no, no. regret not oh. thy fall." I thought you get oh, for the greatest tragedy of them one. all is to never oh. feel that burning light. Oh, that's that lovely. is lovely, isn't uh, it? I mean, my favourite Oscar Wilde quote. It's anything um, to declare. Only my genius. <laughs> no, it's when you, what you do is you rummage under your pillowcase yeah. and then go, "Who's this dildo?" <laughs> and that means what he says. Yeah. Someone's left. Someone's left a prosthetic penis just on his under your yeah. pillow. I mean, it's happened to us yeah. all, hasn't it? It's that famous phrase, isn't it? Inspired by Squad. People in glass houses shouldn't throw dildos under people's pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So ultimately, that's what we're taking away from this game, isn't it? Like, if we're in a glass house, we're not to be <laughs> no. throwing those things around. What? People in glass houses shouldn't throw dildos. That's it. And I, and I think that encapsulates this game hugely. I've lived by that. Yeah. And, and I think anybody who wants to say anything negative about Bielsa or Leeds, they're entitled to, but they've just got to remember that they're in a glass house and they're throwing things around that they might not want to find under their pillows. <laughs> I, I just think it's difficult because and there's another couple of things I want to talk about before we go this is a bit of a different podcast in as much as I think you, anybody listening to this you know, and, and me reflecting on the fact that we're now ticking over to the 55th minute we've not really said anything of any word no. we've just been commis- commiserating yeah. with each other um, but there, is, there does seem to be some kind of free speech embargo on Leeds United fans where if anybody says, hey, listen, he's got that wrong. And let's face it, not playing Calvin Phillips today, even for one half of the match, was a mistake. Unless Because we lost it unless be- he, before we had a unless chance. Unless he tears his hamstring. 
Well, you could say that about any player. I don't think there's a hamstring. He's not walking around with a hamstring problem. I, no, I, I, he's I not, understand. I, I, apparently, he's not match. I understand, fit. but, but I, you, don't, I don't know what that you means. Should be, you should be allowed to be able to say that, though, shouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, should, you should be allowed to say anything. But there seems to be this thing of like, it's it's the mantle of the expert, isn't it? But someone's doing it on behalf of Bielsa. You're a plastic. Um, and it, You're a plastic. And yeah, the words yeah, exactly, of a plastic. Yeah. Greta Thunberg's um, going to pick you willing, up and throw you in the recycling. I'm willing plastic. to take the, the thrills. Are you done? Yeah. I'm willing to take... <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to take the thrills and spills. It's just, the spills are just difficult though. They're difficult to yeah, take. You know, when we got turned over a couple, a few times last year, and and it is, it's we. I said to you today, like I just want to lose one nil, and you know, you know what I mean. Like I just want to lose one nil if we're going to lose. You know what, mate? I I was um, more devastated at the end of the first game of last season than this season. I was prouder, but I was more devastated. Yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean because we came so close. Yeah, and it was like. You know, it was romantic. It was amazing. It was like Harrison scoring that amazing goal. It Bamford nipping in front of Van Dyke. You know, all these sorts of things. Like, this is not a game that's going to live it? long in the memory for us. Like, Man U fans, no. like, well, all five of the actual fans, like, can can claim it's, it's absolutely let, let, amazing. But let them remember it. We will not be talking about this game outside of passing comments in two months' time. I can guarantee that. Now, listen. A couple of things happened in the past kind of twenty four hours, which which are, are quite interesting. I just want to get your feelings about them. The first one is I saw someone kind of quite openly saying, "Why do we keep calling Manchester United fans scum? Like, come on, can we grow up?" That was the first thing that came on my radar. The next thing was kind of half nine this morning in Manchester. People are. Ugh openly rioting oh. in the streets and beating the living crap out of each other. I think I've read on the news that people have been arrested. Do you know what? You know, what we, and and then, hold on, because there is a, there's a triumphant uh, here. Um, oh, sorry, I had to shift. And lastly, oh. you know, uh, to some extent, it's a free-for-all within a football ground. I've, I'm not proud to admit that I've said certain things in football grounds towards it, but it's kind of almost like a boxing match it's all game and then you kind of hug at the end and go home type thing. Um, but today in the match, Leeds United fans were um, chanting about airplane crashes and there um, were some Manchester United fans that were, the one in particular that was a photo taken um, flying a Turkish mm. flag. Now, I, I'm, I, this kind of thing just bores the hell out of me. Yeah, like it's for boring. me, this it's boring. It, it, it is boring, but I, I listen. I, the the scum that I don't, calling I don't someone you find this kind of thing. Yeah, boring. I do. First of all, calling another team's fans scum as part of that rivalry over the years is is fine as long as you are not a deranged individual that takes that further and then commits violence with that or deliberately yeah. finds something that is a, an absolute horrendous tragedy of human life and and play yeah. upon that. Because 99% of normal human beings, and there's a lot in about group behaviour and things like that, but 99% of normal human beings could easily call opposition fans scum with a little bit of a smile really wanting to beat the opposition team without it turning to violence. Those people mm. that do that, I've got absolutely no time for. You know what? There was that video of the riots that were going on this morning where there's a guy in Costa yeah. wearing a Manchester United top, yeah, yeah, yeah. sipping a latte with a little leaf <laughs> on it that the bartender's done for him, the barista, and his missus is, is sat opposite him. They're having a lovely little drink. And then this absolute madness is going on outside. He's wearing a Manchester yeah. United top and I was on his side because I was like, he's looking yeah. out of this fishbowl at these absolute animals who, as far and, as I'm and concerned, I do think it have was... nothing to do with my support yeah. of Leeds United. I do think I do think it was 50-50. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that. Like, they're all yeah. animals. But, but, and, and actually, that, that for me is even even more of the case because actually you guys as far as I'm concerned are neutral you have no place yeah. as part of my 
appreciation and love of Leeds United. You diminish it. Mm. And that bloke who mm. was sat there just going for coffee before going to watch a football game, like, mm. that's you, Stu. That's me. Mm. And what if one yeah. of those utterly hopped up you, animals you wouldn't pay those prices had got in there you, 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 you and saw that guy wearing that top yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely oh no I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been in there yet you won't pay those expensive coffee prices but I yeah, understand you, I'd, I'd go in with you and you'd, you'd pay yeah um, I'd have a <laughs> yeah. chai latte as well actually but um, but that's exactly <laughs> it like I'd be sitting there thinking about whether I get a chai latte with cinnamon on top while these subhumans are disgracing themselves and annoyingly doing it whilst associated with the club that we support so yeah. lock them up, ban them from the grounds, ban them from mm. the cities whenever we're playing away games because they're not more passionate supporters than we are. They're not more passionate clubmen than we are. And they can just go creep back to whatever dark holes they're in. Um, and I'm, I'm just done with it. It was sickening to watch it this morning. And, and I think for me, that big image was that bloke just having a coffee and his, his wife or girlfriend yeah. is there like, is that Leeds fans or yeah. is it Man United? Like she was unsure, wasn't she? And and it was just like mm. they were probably talking about where they were going to go on holiday next year, or like yeah. you know, do we need a new dishwasher or something like that? It's like flipping heck. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just a bit sad, you know. It's just a bit sad. I I, I don't I I don't. It's boring, see, mate. I, boring. I, I, it's done. It is boring, and that that that's that's part of that's part of the whole club thing that I think it speaks volumes that, you know, when we're in league one, we didn't go to Bristol and do that. You know, we didn't go. It just seems to be like, Oh, there's this big atmosphere and a big, and a big occasion. It's like, why not pepper it with violence? It's like, oh, for f- you know, it's just, yeah, it's boring. It's boring. But the Turkish flag, I mean, yeah. two yeah, of I, our I, supporters went yeah. to another part of the world and didn't yeah. come home, and they were and they were completely and, and, innocent, and their families have been grieving ever since. And some yeah, utter moron absolutely. packed his bag today, put Precisely. his cap on, put his trousers on, North Face jacket, got his trainers together, turned yeah. around, Jackie, you got that Turkish flag? I've left it on the yeah. bed. Yeah, it's like, for f- what's wrong with you, you? But but twat? don't you don't you don't you put him? that idiot and anybody that does that in with the same nutters that are going supposedly defending our honor and all of that sort of stuff. It's like, you know what, you guys, neither of you lot are part of football as I see it. And, and, and that's not me being PC. That's not, uh, not football becoming asinine or not passionate or anything like that. It's that we're actual normal human beings with brains. We've evolved from the apes that we were, We've got neo-frontal cortexes that allow us to understand complex emotions and you are an evolutionary retrograde step. Now, I'm talking to people who, at this point, who are involved in that. They won't be listening to us in the first place. But I'm, I, no. it, if it ever comes anywhere near them, they're absolute filth on the, and a stain on the game. The guys that bring okay. the Turkish flags and the knives... The guys that go looking for a fight in a city centre, when you've got you've got you, you've got other families that don't like football that are taking the kids in to get their their feet measured for the start of the new school year. We've got these absolute yeah. nutcases going by. What if like a nine year old kid's walking around like with a Manchester United top on? Mm. It's that I'm I'm done with it, bored with it. Both sides of it. Yeah. You, as far as I'm concerned, you're a different species to us, and and, and you're subhuman. Yeah. On that note, let's just have a bit of a prediction for next week. 7-1 leads. Everton. <laughs> Everton at home. Everton won today, came from behind, Ooh. I think. Is that right? <laughs> I've got that completely wrong. No, it probably did. I just, I was... Probably I was in did. A... Oh, it's that kind of intrepid reporting <laughs> that's... Mate, I've, I've been in recovery today. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 they did. They came from behind. They were playing Southampton. Um, they were 1-0 down and they won 3-1 in the end. So, first things first, um, they've got people that can score goals. We will beat Everton. Um, we will beat Everton. Bielsa doesn't lose two games on the trot, traditionally. I know that you have famously predicted that that um, will no longer be a, a record that he keeps the season. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that there. I don't think it will be this this case. It, I, I think we will win by two goals. I don't know whether that will be 2-0 or 5-3. Um, it depends on who our centre-back partnership is and whether Phil, Phillips is playing, but we'll win by two goals. 
I'm not going to make a prediction because, frankly, I feel like it all goes wrong when I do. So you're going to say 2 0. Yeah. Okay. Right, we'll finish that up there um, because, frankly, much like you and your testicles, I've had enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so here's. Uh, I, I, you know what? Honestly, I would have been um, unstoppable today. Like, my mirth, my, my humour would have been as annoying as it is usually but I am a little bit dour yeah yeah due to the, due to the fact that so um, that game's been a mercy to us yeah in a lot of ways to, brought us back down to, to the yeah, listener in many ways to the loyal yeah, listener yeah. And, and and my wife who again um, I have to question but, if you are listening to us right now what are yeah. you doing I mean an hour and five minutes you're sick you, you got sick of I know that you got sick of me at about 25 minutes in and because I knew there was a slight yeah. tilt to your tone that changed and you were like, ah, oh, I'm doing mm-hmm. this. You've been winding this up since since about 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. Well, fair enough. If so, if you're still listening, then, you know, <laughs> you're more of a host than Is we it? are. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, that. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't go attacking people because uh, it's not good, is it? No, nah, let's beat no. Everton. We'll beat um, Everton, mate. We'll we'll be back on track. I tell you, I tell you we'll what, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll beat Everton, and then we'll be back on the podcast, and I'll be wittering like a moron, like I usually do, and I'll be like, you you're going to be throwing in Wittgenstein, I'm, you're going to be throwing in um, all sorts of young, Jungian archetypes, you're going to be throwing in all, yeah, all sorts the, of the, the usual, the big names, the usual, the big yeah, names, yeah, the big yeah. names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in, I'm gonna throw in your Bertrand Russells. I'm gonna yeah. throw in your Sigmund Freud. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna throw in your Sam Allardyces. You Ew. name it, <laughs> you name it. I'll be quoting it. So there's nothing more to say, hmm. other than I lead. Wherefore, I yum. <laughs> See you, mate. Bye.